Hey, welcome into another edition of Rapid Recap. I'm Zach Carpenter. He is Steve Marek, and we are breaking down Nebraska's 26-9 loss to Illinois on Saturday from here at Memorial Stadium. Um, really, a few storylines come out of it, but number one, not to bury the lead or anything, it's Casey Thompson, the Huskers quarterback situation. Um, about six and a half minutes left in the second quarter, Casey Thompson took one hit, uh, a sack, threw an interception on the play. He suffered it looked like a hand injury um, and frankly Illinois they, they had this vaunted pass rush coming in it was the best or second best in the Big Ten one of the best in the entire country up till that point they'd only had one quarterback hurry but uh, one hit did it one hit up yeah. the middle and uh, took him out of the game one hit changed the direction of that game because once it happened Nebraska's offense was just stuck in mud without Casey Thompson Logan Smothers was actually the backup quarterback to come in first in the first series after Thompson's injury. It was a three and out if I remember correctly, but then after that it was the Chubba Purdy show and Chubba just did not look good. He doesn't have a lot of experience here. Um, tough, I believe it's a tough situation coming off the bench um, and playing a second half with a first team offense that you don't have a lot of reps with against a defense like Illinois. So it was just a very tough situation. So um, yeah, I mean, you know, it, it, it's, a, it's really tough for, for Thompson, and, and it, that game just completely um, changed. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, if it was the Chubba Purdy show, it was more like a canceled sitcom, I guess, than yeah. anything else. Uh -huh. um, it, it didn't go well. I mean, Logan Smothers, he went in there, it, and I think Mickey was talking about how it was uh, an option. They wanted more option look, yep. but then went to, went to Chubba, and the offense stalled out in an offense that already was – now, it was looking, it was actually looking pretty solid for, in the first half. Um, and there are just some missed opportunities. That was the other storyline I kind of wanted to talk about. Uh, maybe get that into, uh, into that more in a second um, after breaking down the quarterback situation. Because asking Travis Vokalek uh, after the game, um, Ethan Piper after the game, uh, the quarterback situation, they kept saying, I mean, to a man, they said next man up. And, yeah. Um, that no matter who the quarterback is, it doesn't change how they need to do their jobs, but yep. uh, it, does change, it does change how this offense yeah. looks. Of course it does, but the players, you know, I, I, I try to ask them uh, questions that would maybe give us hints about, you know, what, what it's like playing with the different quarterbacks. They all said the same coach speak stuff like they're taught to do, so it was fine. But, um, yeah, it was obviously just a, it's a going to be a different offense when Casey Thompson isn't in there. Um, after the game, Mickey Joseph actually said that Thompson couldn't feel his fingers. Um, so and you could you, see him he was staring at his yeah, hands. Yeah, he was just like staring at his hands like, please work, please work. So, um, yeah, tough, tough situation for Thompson and tough situation for Nebraska as a whole because with Thompson out there, I think, you know, they were going to put up more of a fight than they did in the second half. But, you know, that, that's a woulda, coulda, shoulda. He wasn't out there in the second half. Chubba Purdy struggled mightily. Um, and, yeah, I mean, Illinois, Illinois just did what Illinois does in the second half. And uh, Chase Brown, 150. 150 uh, or 149 rushing yards and a touchdown. That guy's just really good. Um, Dan, uh, Tommy Tavito, the quarterback, was efficient, very efficient in the past game. Um, that, that's a really good football team that Nebraska lost to today. Yeah, and just one more point on the quarterback situation is we have said it time and again, like, when is it going to be? When's the hit yeah. come? We've been asking it all season. Yep. It when, came today. When's the hit going to come that we're, it's going to knock Casey Thompson out of the game and not just for a play or two? Yeah. or for a couple minutes as he um, sort of recovers on the field. Today was that day. Um, and, again, you saw those the Nebraska offense get 
some of the venom taken out of it, even though it wasn't like it was a well-oiled machine, but they did have, they had nine points um, up to that point, but settled for a field goal. Casey Thompson threw an interception uh, near the red zone and uh, to wipe away potentially three points there. They had the blocked extra point, um, potentially three points and potentially seven points on that, mm -hmm. that first drive. Some miscommunication between him and Trey Palmer uh, that, that proved to be pretty, pretty fatal in the end because I felt like missed opportunities were uh, one of the storylines of this game with those two yeah. interceptions near the end zone or near the red zone and the settling for the field goal, the blocked extra point. So this offense didn't really feel like it, it got going against one of the best defenses in the conference. And Trey Palmer, too, needed a big game out of Trey Palmer. I think he only finished with one, one uh, catch, and that was in the first half. Obviously, just a tough situation offensively for Nebraska with the quarterback situation in the second half. But, um, yeah, for, for Nebraska to win these games, Trey Palmer needs to do Trey Palmer things, and he um, was kind of shut down today with uh, against a really good Illinois defense. So. Yeah, it was just interesting to see Thompson and Palmer not have the connection. They've yeah. been so smooth mm -hmm. all year and then had an overthrow to him and then, uh, the on, again, on that, that interception. But moving forward... Um, uh, actually, real quick on a defense, kind of want to t uh, touch on it because for a defense that has been much maligned this year that we've talked about, got mm -hmm. shredded against Purdue, I thought the defense played pretty well. I mean, you had the two drives, the 13 play for 70 yards that resulted in a field goal and 11 plays, 72 yards that mm -hmm. resulted in an Illinois touchdown. Outside of those two drives that were those back-breaking, grinded-out drives that we had talked about all week that mm -hmm. Illinois is known to do, outside of that, I felt like defense uh, did its part, even though it didn't get uh, didn't get from the offense what it needed to. Yeah, for sure. I think they definitely played well enough to keep this game closer than what it was. But there were a lot of um, instances. I wouldn't say a lot, but there were instances where there were opportunities to get Illinois off off the field. Like that, I'm, it just sticks in my head that second and 22 yep. in the first half. And Tommy DeVito runs for like 16 yards, and then Luke Reimer gets called for the unsportsmanlike or late hit out of bounds, and just prolongs the drive. And I think Illinois ended up scoring on that one. So yeah, that was the field goal drive where it was second and 22 after the holding penalty yeah. pushed them back to the Illinois only own, Illinois own 42. So mm -hmm. they were in their own territory, second and 22. Then they have that scramble, and then the late hit out of bounds, and yep. um, they're able to sort of polish off a drive there. Brett Hillmore decided to, instead of a fourth and one, kick a field goal instead yeah. of going for it. But on one hand, we're like questioning it, like they could go for the kill shot here. Yeah. But at the same time, I think Bielema on his side knew it's Chubba Purdy that we're going against. There's not much to yeah. be fearful in this Nebraska offense without Casey Thompson in there. And uh, they haven't gotten much rhythm going um, yep. through the second half and really at all um, throughout the most of the game. But now it's on to Minnesota next week where we don't know quite know the kickoff time yet but mm -hmm. um, another stiff test of yeah uh, against another similar style team of that, that sort of that ground and pound yeah absolutely and just like Nebraska is a different team without their starting quarterback Minnesota is a different team without Tanner Morgan their starting quarterback they played today but I don't I don't know if I wasn't paying attention I don't they won know 31 nothing okay Russia. well yeah they won 31 nothing and and we'll we'll find out if uh, Tanner Tanner Morgan played that one um, and if he did, uh, that's a, a really better Minnesota team that's going to be coming in here than if, if he's not out there. So, yeah, just it's not going to get any easier for Nebraska here um, in these in these final four games now. Yep, Nebraska's 3-5, and 2-3 and three in the Big Ten after this 26-9 loss to Illinois. Then uh, going to have to recover a little bit, figure out the starting quarterback situation for Minnesota next week. We'll have uh, 
All the analysis leading up to that game this week at Nebraska.Rivals.com and on this Inside Nebraska YouTube channel. So uh, keep it locked in here with us, and we'll see you guys again next time.